Welcome to the Sports Squire Podcast, a platform engineered specifically for you to deliver content relative to the fields of training, performance, and rehabilitation. Challenge the status quo and raise your game through changing your mindset and your action. As you embark on your journey as a sports squire, subscribe to the show to get real-time updates to new episodes. Don't miss an opportunity to apply what you've learned today. Explore, engage, learn, implement, benefit. This is the way of the Sports Squire. Welcome to Sports Squire Radio. I'm your host, Brad Howe. I'm a former collegiate athlete, exercise enthusiast, and physical therapist in the realm of orthopedics and sports rehab over the last decade. Episode 47, what I didn't expect to learn from my recent hike in Colorado that can be applied to anything. One of the things, my wife and I just came back from a uh, four-day birthday trip. I just turned 36. Uh, We're celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary this December and have some big events coming up towards the end of the year, so I know that we're probably not going to be able to appropriately uh, go out with a bang. So we wanted to have an opportunity to get out together um, and get back out to Breckenridge, Colorado, where we went three years ago, and just have an opportunity to kind of unplug and, and connect and have an opportunity to to, to just get outside, be active, and, and enjoy each other's company. And uh, really tripped into the content for this segment today, um, literally. And, uh, you know, I think I want you guys to bear with me because this is going to be a little bit more of an analogous, um, you know, episode where I kind of speak about several things that hit me during this hike and then reflecting afterwards some things that I just felt like, I did not expect to learn going on this hike, you know, about myself and really about the journey, uh, personal journey that I'm on that hopefully can apply to a lot of you and help encourage a lot of you on whatever walk that you're in. But I think there's some analogous things, uh, you know, that you can learn through hiking. Um, One thing I want to encourage all of you, some of you that have been listeners for a while, you may or may not have listened to episode 37 how to reap the mental health benefits of regular exercise and why green exercise works. I talk about in that segment the benefits of uh, getting outdoors and that green exercise concept. There's a ton of research and there's a whole scientific community out there that uh, really digs into the mental health benefits of getting outdoors as well as the physical benefits of getting outdoors and how that can positively help you. And I will be the first to tell you that being able to reset, recharge, refocus is just unbelievably healthy. And uh, I haven't had this much, much, this amount of energy in in quite a while, you know, and I know, um, you know, not all of us have the opportunity to get away, you know, especially if you're your parents and you've got kids as responsibilities, uh, you know, it's it's not that easy to to be able to break away, or if you're, uh, you know, have other life poles that are that are happening, you know. But I just this is was a first opportunity for my wife Carly and I, and you know, over three years, uh, to be able to get out and, and to do this together, and it was just an unbelievable experience. And a lot of you know, you know, through this podcast and knowing me personally, that I am extremely passionate about. Uh, moving myself and 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 being a enthusiast for regular exercise, uh, just for for several deeper purposes. You know, in the fact that I feel like you can pour quality into your days, you can improve the circle of influence, of positive influence around people that are around you. 
uh, by focusing on those positive movement benefits and all of the downstream effects that happen through regular exercise. It's unbelievable when you stack up the research and the science from the mental health benefits to the physical benefits uh, to, you know, the emotional benefits as well and how you can help, uh, you know, really, you know, get rid of that stinking thinking just through regular consistent exercise. So hiking is one that I have really found and to appreciate over time uh, because of the fact that, you know, it's it's typically usually lower intense intensity. Usually I'm, I'm hiking with my wife most times, which uh, allows us to have some one-on-one time that we typically do not have. Um, and, you know, I think for one, uh, you know, depending on what trails you pick, uh, what terrain you pick, it can be somewhat challenging and, uh, and it can be fun as well. But as I dig into today, I just want to just uh, preface, you know, this segment that, you know, I think I would encourage all of you if, you, if you are an enthusiast of exercise, this is a great time. We're towards the, the end of summer, beginning of fall. We still have got some great months out there to get out and enjoy the, the nature trails I know not all of us have the opportunity to maybe go out west into the mountains or to find some opportunity to hike in an elevated area. You don't have to hike, you know, a mountain. You can go to state parks. You can find uh, challenging trails and add to those trails and and just do what you can with what you have where you are. And I want to point you all to the All Apps, or sorry, All Trails app, um, which you can find on Android, Apple. And it's just an app that basically gives you reference to any local trails of where you're at. Um, you know, they're all over the United States, all over the world, um, different trails that are that are uploaded. Um, if you're planning a trip out of your local area, it's a great way to be able to kind of map out, um, you know, what level of terrain you want to go on and, and just be able to kind of have you uh, be a little bit better prepared for a hike. Um, or trail ride, whatever you do, bike rides. Some people, um, you know, do different things on the trails, walk their dogs. Um, but great, great app, all trails app. And uh, I encourage you to find some trails and get out there with a partner, significant other, loved one, and find an opportunity to hopefully experience what I experienced out on the mountain over this past weekend. So, one of the things, first things I want to dive into, like, so I created this list and there's essentially eight things that I reflected on that I learned on this hike. And like I said, you know, this obviously was a physical uh, hike from a terrain perspective. It was a moderate uh, hike. We ended up uh, going through Hoosier Pass, which is on the Continental Divide there and uh, right outside of Breckenridge, Colorado. And, um, we summited up to the North Star Mountain, which is about 13,400 feet. And um, we were able to stare right across one of the 14ers. I believe it's called Mount Lincoln, uh, which was kind of special to us uh, because, you know, our dog, uh, first dog that we had when we were married, his name was Lincoln. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, it's pretty cool that we were able to to kind of see that, that peak there and, and be able to be up as I call it, in the clouds and, and be able to see from a perched view just the beautiful view that we had. But one of the first things that I learned on this hike, number one, was that hiking takes preparation. You have to pay attention to the forecast. You've got to figure out what time uh, of day to head out, ensuring you have adequate water, proper clothing, shoe wear, and that you know where the heck you're going. 
Um, you know, those are all important parts of that pre-planning process. This is no different than anything else that we do in life. I think the better prepared all of us are for anything that we're heading into, the more likely we're going to we're gonna have something that we see to completion and we're going to do it much, much crisper and cleaner. And, uh, you know, I think this was something that on reflection I thought about because you can't necessarily go on a trail and uh, and just just wing it. You know, you have to know the terrain. You have to know the elevation. You've got to be mentally and physically prepared for that terrain. You know, for our sake, uh, there was a thunderstorm coming into Breckenridge that day. It was saying around 11. So we got up a lot earlier, had some breakfast and uh, and hit the mountain pretty early so that we could try to beat that. And, you know, we were prepared. You know, we had, you know, rain clothes, raincoats, extra clothing, uh, water, extra socks, you know, in case, you know, the worst case scenario came and, you know, it started raining and downpouring on the mountain. We were, we were prepared for that. Thank God we didn't have to, uh, you know, do any of that. It just weighed down my backpack and I had an extra 20 pounds in there that I had to lug up the mountain. Um, number two, the thing that I learned, sometimes you have to take breaks. When you're gaining elevation, there were several times that Carly, my wife, and I uh, paused to kind of regain our composure, and then we'd push back up the mountain. And one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, as we're going up, you know, there were very evident times where, like, we both would kind of look at each other and say, okay, hey, we can tell we need need a break, or one of the other needed a break a little bit more. I won't say which, which one that is. I'm a smart guy. Um, but we, we needed a break, and we could tell that, and just taking those short breaks was uh, enough of an interval rest period for us to be able to push forward. And from an analogous perspective, it's so interesting. There's so many things in our lives that, you know, a lot of us push and push and push for and work hard for. And uh, sometimes it can push us to the point of not wanting to move forward anymore when really all we, we truly need is just a simple break and just a simple opportunity to rest. And then it's amazing what happens when you get refreshed and you're able to kind of just have that burst of energy to continue to push forward. So the analogous moment that I had is that we've all got to find opportunities throughout our days, throughout our weeks to find rest moments, times to get quiet, times to be restful, um, times to, you know, unplug from the distractions of this world um, you know, and, and most importantly for me, you know, kind of reconnect with our creator uh, for a lot of you out there that, you know, are, uh, are spiritual people, you know, from a Christian perspective, being able to, uh, you know, kind of refocus back on what the good Lord has given me opportunity for and, and being thankful and generous for those opportunities. Number three, and this is kind of funny, I was telling Carly this, I was writing the show notes, uh, and she was kind of laughing because... There was a couple times, you know, when you're going up into, uh, you know, these Rocky Mountains, you're, you know, there's there's a ton of rocks that are up there. I mean, that's why it's called that, right? I mean, you're going up and there's unstable rocks. There's bigger rocks that are stable. There's some that you think are stable. And then all of a sudden they slip on you. And uh, literally there were times when we were, you know, climbing up this, uh, the side of the North Star Mountain where we were just kind of like leaning forward on our hands because it was so steep. Um, in order to kind of maintain our traction. And it just made me kind of strike uh, because there were certain times when I was going up where we were working so hard to keep our stability 
that we were focusing down on our feet. And there was a couple times where we were kind of going diagonal uh, on the mountain as opposed to going straight up to where we wanted to go. So, you know, the, the analogous part is just having a balance between looking where your feet are and looking ahead. And, um, you know, I think the same goes for our personal journeys. You can lose sight of kind of where your feet are in everyday, you know, kind of situations. Um, and, and then you can kind of slip up. And then there's times where, you know, we focus too much on where we are presently and we don't take the time to kind of look up and to gaze up and to have that vision of knowing exactly where we need to go and to make sure that we're going in the right direction. So I think, you know, it's, it's just amazing that slipping on a mountain kind of brought that, um, you know, thought to my head. It's just like, you know, we all have to find the opportunity, whether it's in our personal wellness journeys, whether it's in parenting, whether it's in uh, being a good team teammate or colleague, whatever it is, you know, being, you know, where your feet are at is extremely important and being present. But at the same time, you've got to look forward every now and then and make sure you're heading in the right direction. So extremely cool. I got to experience that. Number four thing I learned hiking on the mountain is sometimes you just have to stop and appreciate what you're going through. And for this this case, appreciate the view. You know, I, I just, I think about if I was to try to sprint up that mountain as fast as I possibly could, I would have missed so many things along the way. And, uh, you know, I just think there's so many things in life that we tend to sprint on, you know, and I, I look at having a young son who's seven now and, you know, one of the last things I want to do right now is sprint through his childhood, you know, and, and not be present and have an opportunity to appreciate the stages at which he's going through and and knowing that, you know, these are pivotal for his development and um, and just enjoyable for both of us from a bonding experience to be able to kind of appreciate, you know, going through this uh, this process together and being able to appreciate, you know, each stage of life. And I just, I feel, um, you know, a lot of times we just, we absolutely don't do a, a good enough job of just stopping and, and just saying, you know what, I don't care what the agenda looks like today. I'm going to take a rest break and I'm just going to kind of reflect and enjoy, you know, where I'm at. And uh, I will tell you when I was stopping on this, uh, this journey, and I've had this this kind of out-of-body experience before you can call it a spiritual experience where, you know, you just feel connected, you know, to the good Lord, uh, to our creator, to our God. And, um, you know, there was a moment where I was on the mountain several times and it just stopped. And it's just like, there's words don't even describe the feeling that were, was kind of just buzzing through the inside and out and, and just, you know, giving you that that sense of clarity and sense of peace, and it was it wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't weren't able to to stop and enjoy uh, that work. And and I think too, it just makes you you realize, you know, how and, and like I said, you know, I've said this before on the podcast. You know, this I, I apologize if this offends some people, but you know, for me, I'm unapologetic about my faith because of uh, how pivotal and keystone it is to everything that I do. Uh, passionately in my life, but you know, I just think being able to stop and enjoy things in life just allows you to experience what God has created you for, and allows you to 
understand that glorifying Him is is one of the best things that you can do in life, and it really helps you to slow down and appreciate that He is at work in you doing great things. And uh, without stopping and uh, enjoying the view and enjoying that process, you're never going to experience that. So one thing that was just an awesome reminder for me. Uh, number five, and this is kind of funny, you know, it goes back to kind of some of the same things I was talking about. Sometimes if you look down at your feet and you're pushing hard and trying to get up, you, you look up and you say, oh my gosh, I'm going, you know, this way to that, that point as well. There's more than one way to get up a mountain. And, uh, you know, when Carly, my wife and I were, uh, looking at it, you know, there were several times we kind of recalibrated and said, Hey, you know what, let's, Let's uh, instead of going straight up, let's let's go right over here. There's a little green patch. It looks like that's a little bit uh, more traction for us to kind of get up to the next flat spot, um, and then we can z- zigzag up this way. And it, it was awesome to be able to recalibrate and and just to realize like there is more than one way to get up that mountain. And I think the thing that 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 struck to me, and it struck to me really for a really long time, is that. You know, there's more than one way for all of us to do something. And I think the biggest thing and the most important thing for all of us and whatever we decide to do is whatever whatever path you you choose, you've got to choose it and just don't look back. You know, you've got to have an opportunity to just lean forward and and uh, pursue that path with 100% certainty that you're, you're not going to quit along that path and you're going to commit to going forward. And uh, that's exactly what we did. You know, I think there may have been four or five other uh, hikers that probably would have taken different paths. Um, but ultimately, us committing to that path is what got us up to the top of the mountain. So uh, it was extremely special to be able to just kind of realize that, like, you know what? I can decide uh, which direction I can go, and it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to that one spot. doesn't matter how I get there. I'm just going to commit to getting there. Number six, what I've learned on the hike was the top or the end happens quick. You know, I think it's unbelievable when you get up to the the summit of North Star Mountain. It's not a fourteen thousand footer, so you guys can say, "Oh, Brad, this is a big deal." But I mean, it was a good, you know, three hour, forty five minute hike, four hour hike. Um, you know, and the North Star Mountain is what thirteen thousand four hundred feet uh, elevation, so extremely rewarding. You know, from a view perspective. Uh, was challenging from an altitude perspective, you know, being able to kind of kind of keep your lungs uh, and heart steady, especially being a Midwest guy, um, you know, not used to that elevation. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, challenges along with the steepness that that was up there. But, you know, the point is, is I spent probably a total of five minutes at the top kind of appreciating that view um, and the accomplishment of kind of going through that hike and you know, I took some videos, I took some pictures so that hopefully I can just continue to to enjoy that um, and, and remember how special that was to get to the top. But when you think about an almost four hour hike, like you spend five minutes at the top, it's it's not that's not the longest part of the of the of the whole entire process. So, you know, what it made me reflect on is that, you know, while I was going through pain, while we were going through pain, getting up the mountain and um times where your legs are burning, lungs are burning, your heart's beating out of your chest, um, you know, you're having trouble breathing, you've got to kind of regroup, um, you know, it's just, that was, 
that was the time where we really needed to learn how to enjoy the process. And looking back, that was the majority of the time that we spent on this hike was going through uh, that time. So, you know, that the actual hike and the ascension and uh, the, the, the descension down the mountain as well. So, you know, I think for all of us, it's very simple just to kind of, you know, make, allow us to realize that, you know, we, we, it's okay to set goals. It's okay to have, you know, benchmarks and visions of where you think your outcomes need to be. And we all should shoot to be better. You know, I, I highly uh, believe in that. I believe in goal setting. I believe in all of that. But at the same time, you have to commit to the process and enjoy the process and, and really connect your purpose back to that process because before it's said and done, you're going to be at the end. And if you didn't enjoy the process and you were miserable, the outcome and the reward, it's, it's way too fast. It happens uh, to, to, it doesn't linger. It, it goes quick and you've got to have an opportunity to, to really enjoy what you're doing. And I think ultimately with the most successful people in this world, whether they're, um, you know, ministers, preachers, teachers, you know, police officers, um, athletes, coaches, whatever it may be, business people, um, I believe that the most successful people are the people that truly enjoy the day-to-day processes of what they do. And I think the ones that figure it out earlier than later and find out how they can enjoy the process and be systematic in their approach, they ultimately get results consistently because they love that process so much. They're not concerned about the results because they know those results are going to come with being dedicated and disciplined and focused on enjoying that process. So, extremely uh, you know, friendly reminder for us just to enjoy the journey. It's going to happen quick. Um, don't be focused so much on where you're going and, and what you're doing. Be present where your feet are. Um, but also, like I said before, you know, make sure you're looking up and heading in the right direction. Number seven, you know, who you hike with matters. This was, uh, you know, an, an unbelievable opportunity for Carly and I to kind of deepen our relationship, um, you know, as we head into our 15th year of uh, our wedding anniversary and just being able to kind of emotionally connect, you know, be in a, each other's physical presence for a long period of time. Um, you know, there was a lot of uh, encouraging going on along the way. Um, you know, I think there was opportunities for both of us to, um, you know, kind of lift each other up at times and really stop and communicate as well. Like there were certain times where we both disagreed on which direction we should go up the mountain. But then at the end, you know, we ended up uh, figuring out a way to communicate and figure out which which direction we were going to go. Um, you know, but I, I think... It's unbelievable when you go with someone that, uh, you know, you get along well with and that you uh, meaningfully, you know, want to deepen a relationship with. It's a it's an incredibly bonding experience when you, you've got a, a certain goal and a challenge that you're doing together and to accomplish that together. It, it just unbelievably, it forges that relationship and it strengthens that bond. And any of you out there who have spouses, significant others, um, highly encourage you to, you know, find some hikes, you know, build up, uh, you know, some challenges that you can do together because it's a, it's a great opportunity to really strengthen your relationship and also get some physical exercise as well. Um, you know, but one of the things to, to kind of, uh, you know, 
put a bow tie on on kind of the experience and and hopefully encourage you guys is that you know after all this is said and done you know we got down the mountain we hopped into which I think is hilarious our Kia Soul that we rented that was ungodly expensive because the supply of uh, rental cars in the Denver area obviously is through the roof right now um, I was like good lord I mean I'm any of you I'm not that tall of a guy I'm like six one right and I'm like towering over the top of this Kia Soul. And uh, we drove this all over uh, Colorado. We're still laughing about it. Um, sorry to, to Kia. It's a great car. It really is. But um, it, was a, it was a little tiny car. Um, and we got back in our Kia Soul and was driving back to, um, you know, kind of downtown Breckenridge to go kind of get a shower and think about lunch. And it was an awesome day. We ended up going to Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, and restaurant, both had a beer and uh, and some food, and just talked about our trip for a couple hours. Talked about you know some of the fun things, some of the things that were funny. Looked at pictures, and I think it's just a great reminder for all of us that we've got to take time to celebrate. Um, you know, too often you know do we we hit milestones uh, in our life, and and we don't take the time to just kind of reflect on those and enjoy the experience and. Um, you know, I think that's something that we've continued to do since we've been past the, the, the trip is really celebrate uh, some of those experiences that we've had. And it's, it's again, re-solidifying uh, some of the experiences and the, and the forging of that bond that we had the opportunity to be a part of. So, you know, some, so hopefully the, this, this segment and this, this hiking, one, I, I want to encourage you all to get out and hike because I, I think that what's spurred me to kind of talk about this on this segment because I had something completely um, different planned for this week, but I wanted to really uh, use the spur of the moment and the spontaneity of that just kind of creative innovation that was brought to me through this hike um, because there are tons of studies out there that show um, that creativity, that, um, you know, your, your brain peakness from a mental acuity standpoint increases uh, with those that that get outside and have green exercise and hike on a regular basis. And part of that is because of the fact that they think that because of the planning process, because of the physical process, because of the calibration and navigation associated with uh, hiking, it just re- it activates a, a particular part of your brain that really stimulates um, you know, that level of creativity. And I think that's something that can really help us all as we're looking to disconnect uh, you know, from the busyness of this world and really hyper-focus on things that are most important and are going to kind of push us forward in our lives. Um, so one of the things I want to share with you guys, you know, is a study that was done uh, by some researchers at Stanford University in May of 2015. And basically what they found was that being in nature can boost your mood and improve your mental health. Spending quality time outdoor, outdoors reduces stress, calms anxiety, and can lead to a lower risk of depression. You can read the article in the uh, notes. I've got it in there. It's uh, got a little link on to the mental health. It's got some good tidbits in regards to kind of the benefits of getting outside um, and and doing what I talked about in episode 37, reaping the benefits of that regular exercise, but also that green exercise that can really help us mentally just reset, recharge, refocus. Um, And I highly believe that that's extremely healthy and and beneficial for all of us who are seeking uh, better wellness on this personal wellness journey. And 
I just really want to encourage every single one of you to, to dig into this because I think there's several different ways for all of us to diversify our physical and mental and emotional wellness. And this is just a, a way that I think is not traditionally talked about. And uh, I can't tell you, you know, how uh, much better I come, I feel coming out of that trip, uh, you know, with my wife um, and how much, you know, recharged I feel um, and refocused, you know, in regards to some of the things that I want to push forward with uh, over the next coming months and really the next coming years. And uh, hopefully it can meet you where you're at and encourage you, motivate you to to seek your own level of kind of inner peace and inner focus and help you to kind of get away from those busy distractions that are out there. But get out there, find that all trails app, find some local trails that are around your area, commit to doing one a week, you know, for a month. You know, we've only got a few months left before we hit winter. Some of you in those uh, warmer states, uh, you have no excuses. You can hike year round. So, um, highly encourage that's something to do. You know, if you've got some time, um, sometimes where you're extremely busy um, and it's hard to get away, that's where you really want to kind of plan some of those times too intermittently. If you're able to get outside and uh, get some exercise, it doesn't have to be on a mountain. Like I said, you know, there's opportunity to uh, just get out sword, outdoors in the green and, and the quiet and just uh, reset your brain. Thank you guys for listening. Continue to apply that knowledge to action. Highly encourage you, go back, look through the catalog of episodes that we've had up to this point in time. We have 47 length, full-length episodes uh, up to today's date. We have um, you know, over 86 produced uh, episodes, You know, essentially looking at uh, our quick clip recaps, which really kind of focus on the early uh, parts of the segment and really micro-clipping some of those segments that can kind of give you a high yield of information to help encourage you and motivate you on your personal wellness journey. And then we've implemented our Sportsquire Wellness Corners, which are meant to kind of coach you up to find little things within your physical, mental, uh, nutritional, everything from a wellness perspective that can help kind of solidify positivity in thinking and in thought and in action um, to allow you to push forward. So I highly encourage you to go back, listen to those episodes. If you have friends and family that you think would benefit from listening to this type of a personal wellness podcast, highly encourage you to share and uh, ask them to subscribe to the Sportsquire platform. I'm continuing uh, to, to be excited to produce more content and to look uh, to bring on individuals that really represent and galvanize uh, good behaviors and positive, uh, encouraging behaviors within the the fitness world um, that I'd love to share and give them an, an opportunity to speak. So you guys have a great week. Continue to combine your knowledge and action, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Sports Squire podcast. Check out the show notes for anything you missed during today's episode. Click subscribe if you haven't already to ensure you get updates on the latest Sports Squire episodes. And remember, as a Sports Squire, your greatest self is found at the intersection of knowledge and action. Don't be normal, be a Sports Squire.